Welcome to a new podcast episode and today we are going to talk about why you always have to step up with man, why you have to wear the pants and how to change this dynamic around. Welcome to She is Irresistible, the podcast for ambitious women who want to find love and have a lasting and fulfilling relationship. I'm Mio, your host, and it is my mission to help you unlock the best version of yourself so you become irresistible to quality men. This podcast is filled with deep insights and practical tips to improve your love life today. If you are ready to find out how to attract and keep your perfect match, this podcast is for you. I'm so excited for you to be here and I can't wait to dive in. Today's episode is inspired by a video I saw on TikTok. And after I saw this video, I immediately jumped on my Instagram stories And as I talked about this topic, I realized I got a lot more to say. And a lot of you reached out to me saying that you want to hear more about this topic. So this is amazing. You want to hear more about these things. So I'm sharing this with you today. What I want you to keep in mind as you listen to this episode is that at no point is what I share with you about blaming you or about me judging you. I've done these things myself and to this day, I really have to pay attention and be aware of when I might step into a pattern of disempowerment because this is what this episode is about. It is about women unintentionally take giving their power away leading to them painting themselves as a victim even though they think they are in the strong powerful position when they compare themselves to men And if you have been in my world for any length of time, then you know I'm all about women taking their power back through the feminine power. Because as long as we as women try to man out men, we cannot man out the men. Our power lies in being in our feminine. So this is about taking responsibility it's not about blaming it's about taking responsibility and you will likely see yourself in some of the examples that I will share with you and you might feel like I'm stepping on your toes it is my intention to step on your toes a little bit because when you wake up to this pattern then you have the choice to continue doing things the way you've done them but then acknowledging also that you are putting yourself 
in a powerless position or you choose differently and you take your power back. So I want to share with you in essence what this woman said on the TikTok video. She talked about how women are blamed um, that they're too much in the masculine energy. And she says that she had been in a relationship and she had to pick up the pants because her man didn't find his pants. And that a woman can only be happy when she's connected with her feminine. And she can only be in a feminine when she feels safe, when she's with a provider and protector. So in essence, this is what she said. She also said that when a woman comes home, she wants to feel or become that girl and can just leave the stressful world outside so she can come home to a man who is there for her. And then in the comment section, there were so many women agreeing with her and complaining about how men are not men enough and how they have to step up and that they are tired of being in their masculine energy. They want to be in their femininity and how she takes their words out of uh, their words out of their mouths, um, completely agreeing with her. And two things came straight to my mind. Number one, it was she plays the victim and doesn't even realize it. She gives all her power away outside of her. And number two, because of the comments below the video, I was so excited to see the comments because so many women said, I am tired of being in my masculine energy. I want to be in my feminine energy. But it's also very obvious that they don't know how, to what capacity, they are playing a role in that dynamic. So they're waiting for the man to change. They're waiting for a man to step up, not knowing how they can or how they don't need the permission from a man to be in their feminine. How the man doesn't even need to be aware of feminine and masculine energy dynamics to change the dynamic around. And listen, I'm not saying that every man will or is a masculine energy man or that every man is willing to step into his masculine energy at that stage. There's so many things that come into play, which is why it is so important that you start the dating process the right way. Here's the thing, I hear so many women say, and I had quite a few clients as well saying, oh, I don't mind uh, reaching out to men and asking them out on a date and just taking the lead. They, they love that because they love the masculine energy. But then they say in the relationship, then they want to be in the feminine energy. And if you know anything and understand anything about feminine, masculine energy dynamics, and I'm not going into this here now, just listen to other episodes so you get an understanding. It doesn't work that way because when you are in the beginning in your masculine energy and when you are the, the part in the relationship that leans forward and does all the things, you are high likely 
pretty much 100% attracting a man who is more in his feminine energy. So when you, when you then say in the relationship, you then want to be in your feminine energy, that's confusing for him. He doesn't know what to do with that. Because if he's really a feminine energy man, he will feel, start to feel very unhappy and confused in that relationship. But there's also a different reason or there are many different reasons why a man goes more into his feminine energy in a relationship. Because if you are dating a man who initially came on strong, who pursued you, who took the lead, who did things for you, who really put his best foot forward and tried to make you happy, and he then changes and then gets into his feminine energy, that's a sign that you likely have unintentionally emasculated him through controlling behavior. So here are a few examples of what controlling behavior looks like. During dating, for example, it means he asks you where you want to go for dinner. You say to him, you want him to choose, you don't know really where to go. He chooses a place. And then you say, yeah, that sounds nice, but how about going to this restaurant? That's controlling behavior. Or you wanting to move in together with a man because it makes you feel safer. Because this way you have, or you think you have, more control over him. Or when you're in a relationship, controlling behavior can look like um, let me think of an example. For example, you're asking him to fix something. And then you look over his shoulder and tell him how he should do things. Or just simply the act of following him and looking over his shoulder and just standing there and looking at what he's doing and then maybe um, breathing heavily if he doesn't do it how you would be doing it or questioning what he's doing like saying things like oh would it not be better if we do it this way or maybe we should do it this way or do you want me to look up a youtube video so we can make sure we do it correctly that's controlling behavior or you Let's say you want him to be more proactive in the household and you want him, maybe you had an argument about disagreement. I'm saying this because this is a very common uh, topic for disagreement. The dishwasher, how to load the dishwasher properly. He puts the dishes maybe in the dishwasher in a way that's not the most sufficient and the dishes are not put in in the exact right order you want them to. So when he then finally does the dishes or puts the dishes in the dishwasher, sorry, you then, after he's done that, you either intentionally checking whether he's put in the dishes the right way or the next time you're opening up the dishwasher, you're reorganizing the whole dishwasher or the whole dishes and then you get wound up at it because you feel so frustrated that he just can't get it right to put the dishes in the dishwasher the right way. That's controlling behavior. 
And there's another very subtle way how we do this. And that and it's very problematic. You might have said this yourself and maybe you have your friend you heard your friends do, saying this when women say I let him go out with his friends or I let him do this do this I let him do that just saying that just think about that just saying this means you're putting your opinion and the way how he should live his life and the way he should be doing things you put that above his desires his wishes how he wants to do things that's controlling behavior that's actually you putting yourself on a pedestal and looking down at him so even the words we're using with those words we have to be careful because they are implying a message and when you say i let him do this or that that's problematic so we as women we have a tendency to for controlling behavior don't ask me where it's coming from there can be so many reasons i don't know why but i've seen this pattern in pretty much every single woman that i know there's always an element of trying to control a man and by the way also mothering a man is controlling him and maybe i think partly it is because we treating men like our girlfriends and our girlfriends wouldn't see this controlling necessarily but then i also experience that how we often treat our men is a lot more disrespectful and we would never treat our girlfriends like that we would never talk with our girlfriends like that but with our man or to our man we for some reason we think it's okay and we're doing it so these are just a few examples and i want you to start catching yourself when you think you know a better way to do things because every time you are thinking that and every time you are saying things to him that you know things can be done more sufficiently or that things can be done a better way Yes, you can do that, but always keep in mind that the moment you're doing it, you are depolarizing the relationship. You making him feel inferior. And if you're with a man who doesn't take the lead at all, who just doesn't seem to know how to do things, even though in the beginning during dating he was a man who stepped up, who really put in effort into things then what you need to do is to literally and that sounds like a patronizing word but you need to train him back to being the man who he was and you're doing that by giving him this space and the trust that you trust in him that he can do things and this depending on how long you've been doing these things like how long you've been micromanaging and controlling him and with all by doing all that emasculated him this will take a while because first of all he will think to himself whoa what's going on she doesn't complain she doesn't tell me what to do and then there will be a gap because usually probably you jumped in and told him how to solve things 
Yeah. So give this some time. Let him do things. And yes, this means to sit in the uncomfortable. And even though you you feel like the real itch to rearrange the dishwasher, the dishes in the dishwasher, to let it go. Let it go. Because the question also is, why are we as women so perfectionistic and always want to have our things done exactly the way we need them to be done? The world doesn't go down just because the things are not happening exactly in the way we want them to. Just imagine it being the other way around. A man rearranging everything that you're doing. For example, how you do the laundry, how you put the dishwasher in, how you cook, how you, what you wear, what you say, because this is sometimes to the extent it goes. If a man would be doing that, then he would be called emotionally abusive. It's the truth. I know it hurts. It, it's when you think about it this way, and if you really understand how you behaved in the past and how it impacted how he showed up and how you have likely hurt him and contributed to him not seeing himself as a good man, that's a tough pill to swallow. And if you have children with a man and he doesn't, you know, he doesn't involve himself as much, that's a difficult situation to be in. I get that. And if you've chosen well, you can change things around. It might take a little while, but it's 100% possible. And it all starts with you. And do you understand now and do you see now how this woman, how she talks about how she had to put on the pants, how she had to do everything, how her man basically was useless, is giving her power away outside of her and how she doesn't realize how she contributed to that dynamic. I want to give you three tips that are easy to implement or better it's simple tips but it will be maybe not as easy sometimes to implement because you have to step out of a pattern um, out of your comfort zone and that's never comfortable but the steps in itself they are simple number one stop bad mouthing man and particularly stop bad mouthing your man if you're in a relationship and you talk negatively about your man, your husband, your partner, the man you've chosen, you are not only putting yourself in the victim position, but you're also showing that you are not the cleverest person because you've chosen that man. You've given up all your other options for that man. And if he is so useless and can't do anything right, that says a lot about you. And it also says a lot about you when you are talking negatively about your partner. Don't do it. Stop it right now. Literally, when you are about to talk negatively about your man, put your hand on your mouth, seal your lips, or put an imaginary tape in front, like to cover your mouth. Stop doing it. 
This is not to say that sometimes you feel a little frustrated and you want to talk about things. My recommendation for that is sit down and journal about it. Before you speak with a um, chosen person, a chosen friend you want to be with, I highly recommend to not just talk to everybody about it. Choose one friend. Decide on how long you want to talk about it and come from a place of trying to solve the problem rather than bitching about him. That's a difference. Whether you're looking for a solution and maybe you want to get some feedback on how you can change things around or where you have to take responsibility and maybe you have a friend like that, that would be amazing. If not, get a coach. There really is no benefit of talking about your difficult situation, your relationship with multiple people, spreading that energy, that drama. They then talk about your drama and it goes on and on and on when really it's no one else's business. And you don't wanna you don't wanna wrap your relationship in that energy. So just choose one friend, one trusted friend, and share it with her if necessary. Number two is Gratitude. So simple and yet so powerful. If you're a little bit in a funk with a man, I mean, all those tips I'm giving you, you can um, use during dating and relationships. Focus on what you're thankful for in men. If you go on a date and the date didn't go well, the date, he wasn't your type, you didn't like him at all, find three things you are grateful for. This can be things you've learned that are helpful for your journey. It could be being grateful for practicing being in your feminine. It could be you being grateful for um, having learned something. It could be being grateful for um, having been taken out to a nice coffee shop. And if you're in a relationship, I'm sure there are more things you can be grateful for even though it might feel like maybe you're at a point where it doesn't feel like you're grateful. You can be grateful for anything, but there are things you can be grateful for. You can be grateful that he comes home every day. You can be grateful for maybe some advice he gave you. You can be grateful for um, maybe the financial support he gives you. Look for something, the smallest thing you can be grateful for. And then I want you to say, I'm grateful for this and why you're grateful for it. Three things. Do this on the regular. Every time you complain about something, find three things you're grateful for. Number three is shift your energy. And you're doing this by doing things that feel good and that you love doing. The moment your energy changes, the moment you get out of that resentful energy and when you fill up your own cup, this is what it means when you do things that make you happy, that excite you outside of your relationship with him. So with your friends, maybe you like to paint, maybe you like to dance, maybe you just like to hang out with your girlfriends and talk without bitching about your man. <laughs> um, do things that you love doing. It changes the energy. And when you then come back to him, he will feel that. And then I only wanted to give you three, three pointers, but I give you a fourth one. And that is stop complaining about 
anything. I want you to stop complaining, no matter what it is, the moment he does something you don't agree with or you would do differently, don't complain about, just let it go, let it be and deal with the stuff that comes up within you, the anger, the frustration, the resentment, the feelings in your body, find a way to work through them and to let them go. And when you do this in combination with making yourself happy, I would be very surprised if your dynamics with man don't change. I hope you found this episode helpful. I hope you will start to implement those simple tips that can be so impactful. And if you are in a place where you still struggle um, to not say anything and to not step into controlling behavior, just keep in mind that being in that resentful and angry energy, it does something to your body. It actually ages you. So do it out of selfish reasons. If you can't get behind, um, you know, doing it for the relationship for whatever reason, that would actually be a uh, you know, a tricky position to be in. Maybe it is the time to move on and start something new. But give it a try with the thought in the back of your mind, you are doing it for yourself. Um, and share with me how you got on. Um, you can send me a message on Instagram at it's El Mio. And also, if you want to go deeper into those teachings, if you really want to learn to embody being in your feminine energy, to reconnect with that energy inside of you if you want to have tools on how to do that if you want to start a dating process the right way so you actually choose a man who is in his masculine energy and you don't feel weak in the process and as if you don't have any power then I highly recommend you join the waitlist for the love life turnaround that's my program where we teach you how to date from your feminine power, from your feminine leadership. If this content resonates with you, I would love to have you just simply send me a message on Instagram so I can put you on the wait list if the link is not in the description box, the link for the wait list. So if the link is in the description box, you can just click the link and subscribe. If not, just send me a message on Instagram and I'll put you on the list. This is it for today. We are already at the end of this episode. Thank you for listening to She's Irresistible. Don't forget to subscribe to be notified for the next episode. If you need help with your love life, you can find me on my website elmio.com and my social media channels. You can find all the links in the description box of this podcast. Until then, I'll see you next week. Bye.